0: Two. The hour bear, there's nothing left to prove. Experimental lack of concern. It's a perfect world being burned. This is the maniacal hour. You're 100%
1: underground. Powered by the emotion of self-passion. This is how we get now. Extra, extra, reign all about it. Evidence coming to take
0: control. Extra, extra, reign all about it.
1: Evidence it. Is coming to take control. Extra, extra
0: extra, Watch it explode, dispatch the death squad and watch it go Serial killers, cadavers, murderers, psychos As the hour goes, it takes the time Expires as we
1: live, dead, revitalize Surprised by the high, with red still in our eyes The pleasure is all ours to give you the power This is the Maniacal hour.
0: It is Saturday, November 6th, 2021. You're tuned into The Blow Off, powered by Atmark Media, presented by the Hami Media Group at ChannelAttitude.com. On this week's show, we're talking WWE releases, financials, full gear, some New Japan. But before we dive in, it's my obligation to remind you, this is a podcast by the fans for the fans, bringing you all the news that is news from across the professional wrestling world. Find the show online, The Blow Off Pod, dot com at the blow off on twitter my name is dr jargo phd and that's my tag team partner he's the covid kid he's the man the myth the legend he's the gag from the pwc he's my man jimmy t jimmy t if the the b-roll before we started recording is any indication today is going to be a very fun show
1: absolutely i'm pumped Jago. i can't wait to get into this shit put it that way i'm really looking forward to it
0: i look forward to this show all week because you never really know like i sit down about 20 minutes before we start recording the blow off i'm like what are we going to talk about today <laughs> and this week it was pretty easy jimmy t because we got to talk about all the wwe releases i know last night over at on Uncaged over at the Hami Media Group, Rampage Uncaged, our little rampage review we did. You said you can't wait to talk about all the releases. Jimmy T, what's your take? I mean, WWE they let go of about 20 people over the course of this week.
1: Well, you know what, man? There's a few conspiracies going on, actually, since we last spoke. And uh the rumor has it that a lot of these guys are the anti-vaxxers. Hence why maybe. They got released. But then in saying that, Sasha Banks is also an anti-vaxxer. She's still part of the roster. So I don't know. But what do I think, man? Well, I'm hearing, for example, Keith Lee got released because of health concerns. Apparently, he's, due to COVID, he's got a few like a heart issue. I don't know how true this is. But I can see why maybe WWE would have released him. You know, they're probably concerned something might happen in the ring with him, which is fair enough. I can understand that. He has been acting a little bit weird online. If you remember what he was saying on Twitter, you know, he will soon say the truth and whatnot. The one that really confuses me is killer cross. I mean, boy, did
0: they like destroy this guy? Like seriously. Well, I, I can probably dispose a couple of these rumors for you. Um, from, from, at least from what I have heard kind of behind the scenes um i do not think vaccination status was an issue here um i have not heard that in any respect as far as like in an official capacity i've heard the rumors out there but i think that's all that they are i think people like to talk a bunch of shit especially when it comes to the vaccinations at this point um people just assume immediately oh it's got to be covid related well no no it doesn't um because let's take keith lee for example keith lee's a pain in the ass Um, I've heard that about Keith Lee for a very, very long time. The whole like bask in my glory thing. (laughs) Like that's a shoot brother. Keith Lee. like He is absolutely fantastic. He doesn't have anything to learn and everybody should just listen to Keith Lee and the world would be a much better place. Now of course before we started recording we were talking about Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan also had the attitude that you should bask in my glory and the world would be better if everybody would just listen to me and you know that kind of got us through the golden era of professional wrestling. So maybe we should listen to Keith Lee and maybe business would go up but you know unfortunately Vince McMahon doesn't like being told what to do and so Keith Lee has always kind of been on Vince's shit list. Uh I'm not at all surprised that they let Keith Lee go. I don't think it had anything to do with what you see on camera or creative issues other than the way WWE does things.
1: Right. Well, you know what else is interesting? I'm hearing another rumor now. I don't know if you've heard this one before, but apparently Triple H could be looking for a way out of WWE. He's actually trending in the last 24 hours since these releases. And apparently there's a chance, like I said, it's just a rumor. I'm not sure how true it is. It's probably bullshit, but that he could start his own promotion. The wrestling community needs to calm their tits, bro. This is from Wrestling Observer Online. This is from the, the
0: Meltzer Schmelzer himself. Apparently. The guy that I don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth because, you know, oh, well, plans change. I mean, like the, the guy that everybody just rips apart because he's always wrong and he never has anything good. To, like, really? That's that's the guy that we're going off of. Okay. um, Yeah, no, I, I just, I don't see it. Uh, from what I have heard, um, Triple H's heart issue was, a little bit more serious than what has been leaked out to the media i don't think he's necessarily trying to get away from anything I think Hunter is just trying to get better so that he can hang out with his wife and kids. I mean, let's Absolutely Triple not. H is not a spring chicken at this point anymore. I don't think that Triple H has any desire to go off and start his own promotion from scratch and build it up to be a rival to AEW or WWE. I don't think Stephanie has any ambition to let her husband go and start a rival company to her father's. Like, I, I, I. The more you think about it, the less sense it actually makes. I think Paul Levesque is just trying to get himself right so that he can continue to exist in any kind of capacity at this point. Like there is life after professional wrestling. It's not like Paul Levesque needs the freaking money. He doesn't need the freaking headache that comes along with the pro wrestling business either by all indications. Oh yeah. And you know, all those years of, you know, whatever he was taking, I'm sure doesn't help his heart. You know, so like, maybe it's just time for Paul Levesque to be like, you know what? I'm not going to be Vince. I'm not going to be doing this crap until I'm 80. I've got enough money. Screw it. I'm just going to call it good. I don't need it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, hey, he's done what he's done. He's, he's done well. And, and if it is a lot more serious, which I think it is too. Yeah. I think it's time, you know, he looks, he worries about more his family and his kids and, you know, being able to actually play with his kids because- Man, I think it was a lot more serious too and and you know, I hope we do see him again though, man. I mean I don't know Maybe if Maybe a will. very, very different looking Triple H. Ooh, can you imagine him all anorexic and shit? Like like lost all that muscle and nah man. If he's gonna look like that, I'd rather not see him ever again. Honestly, I'd rather not.
0: Yeah, I mean I just I, I, I think it's I, I think Triple H may be gone and now all we're going to be left with is Paul Levesque and we may have to like really draw kind of that line of the sand right. of what is what at this point. Uh, so Keith Lee also as well as Frankie Monet, also known as Taya Valkyrie, Ember Moon carrying cross, which you mentioned along with his wife, Scarlett Bordeaux, Grand Metalik, Nia Jax, Harry Smith, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, and Hit Rose, B Fab, Oni Lorcan, and Lindsay Dorado. I think those are all the big names. There were also some developmental talents that were released, some that never even hit television. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess Harry Smith is also in that category. Um what the hell? I, that one just absolutely baffles me because i mean you've got the family legacy you've got people inside the company who love the freaking guy that one just absolutely baffles me but i i very much look forward to his return to new japan pro wrestling or i could see harry smith going to all elite wrestling and but but i say that in the context of I would love to see Harry Smith and Lance Archer back together as the killer elite squad. And I think they could just go buckshot through that AEW tag team division. If you're going to give me KES versus like the Lucha bros, the young bucks, the proud and powerful FTR, uh, the men of the year, like I think they would be a welcome addition because we need some guys with size inside of that tag team division. Everybody kind of wrestles the same style, which is okay. And it makes for some good matches, but I feel like styles make fights. And I want to see the little guys trying to take down the big, bad monsters Mm -hmm. and the killer elite squad. I mean, they are that like, they can go out there and seriously fuck up some luchadors, man. Well, what I don't understand is why they rehire Harry Smith in the first place. Why'd they let about? him go
1: in the first yeah, place? He, well,
0: exactly.
1: I mean, I, like, I don't understand. Like, how would you, why would you want to let him go anyway? But have you seen what uh, Frankie Monet has actually said, aka Ty of Valkyrie?
0: No, I guess I have not. I've been kind of been out of the pro wrestling social media loop. So, like, all these ridiculous rumors that you're bringing to the table, Jimmy T, first time hearing of them.
1: Well, this is not a rumor. This is actually coming from her. And I don't know if you want me to read it. Read yeah, out her Yeah, statement. absolutely. Well, she goes on to say, well, that didn't go as planned. First and foremost, I'd like to thank WWE for allowing me to leave my dream, even if it was cut short. To say I'm disappointed would be an understatement. I'm confused, hurt, sad, and honestly mad. I came there as one of the top luchadores of our era, honestly leaving there a little broken. I loved every day when I got to work, when I go to work, being around the greatest minds in this business, getting to train in the best pro wrestling training facility in the world and see my friends every day. I was completely enveloped in the entire PC, uh, sorry, in the entire industry. Thank you to Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the entire PC staff for welcoming me with open arms and allowing me to learn from you. I know who I am. I know what I've done. And I know I have more to give. This is just another swerve in my journey that I didn't expect But to be honest, my life has always been filled with with those. I'm a fighter, I'm stubborn, and I'm very good. I'm a very good pro wrestler. Thank you to everyone that supported me through this chapter and blah, blah, blah. You know, just everything else. But the way she said, when she said, I'm
0: disappointed and confused, I don't blame her, dude. Taya Valkyrie might have the worst timing of anybody in the pro wrestling industry right now. She went into NXT at absolutely the wrong time. I mean, she debuted on television, what, six weeks before this whole thing went down with the whole NXT two point, like just terrible timing for Taya Valkyrie. I think she is absolutely right. I think she's one of the best professional wrestlers in the world on the women's side of the roster and that is the first phone call i'm making if i'm tony khan if i'm looking at this list of people that have been released there are two talents i am calling today with no caveat whatsoever and those two talents are taya valkyrie and ember moon I think both of them would be very welcome additions to that AEW women's roster. So we don't have stuff like red velvet versus Allie on national television. I would much rather see Taya Valkyrie versus Ember moon any day of the week.
1: Well, let me ask you this then Jago, what, what do you think? Do you think Tony Khan's going to hire some of these guys or does he stay away and actually concentrate on what he's got right now? I mean, Well,
0: well, and that's why I say of all these talents, those are the two that I'm calling today. Um, There are a couple other ones that I would entertain calling, but it would have to be for specific circumstances. Like the Harry Smith thing. If I can put killer elite squad together, then absolutely. I'm going to call Harry Smith. I might call Keith Lee. If. I can get Keith Lee with Shane Taylor as the pretty boy killers inside <laughs> of that AEW tag team division. I I like that a lot. And I get Mia Yim as an added bonus for the women's division. If I can bring in those three as a package, then I'm going to call Keith Lee. Otherwise as a single star, I don't think I do. I Same. mean, like, but, but the only two I call like no questions asked Ember Moon and Taya Valkyrie.
1: So you wouldn't look at cross say, and, uh, the, you know, and,
0: and Scarlet, I know a lot of people are very, very high on killer cross carrion cross. I've never been one of those people. Um, and I can't really explain why, like there's something about Carrion cross that has never clicked with me. And I feel like he is playing too much of a character rather than being the person that he is. And that's fine, but he goes so over, like he's almost cartoonish to me when it comes to the facial expressions, the offense in so many ways for me is just not believable. Like I carrying cross could not pick up some of these guys and toss them around the way that he does. It, it's just, there's no way I don't believe that. And People are way higher on him than I ever have been. I think Karrion Cross is probably going to take the Impact Championship away from Moose, and I feel like that is probably the right place for him. I, I don't think Karrion Cross works. You're going to put Karrion Cross in the ring with Kenny Omega? Because uh, no. That's,
1: that's a clutch of stalls, dude. Be okay, tall.
0: so even in the TNT division, are you going to do Karrion Cross versus Sammy Guevara? That doesn't sound appealing to me whatsoever. Like, why would AEW bring in Carrion Cross when you already have Malachi Black? You already have um, like you already have all these Chew, guys Chew. that fill that kind of spot no, on right. the roster. I don't see a place for Karrion Cross in AEW. And I know that's the unpopular opinion. Well, you know what?
1: You are spot on. I mean, you just giving that sort of comparison to Malachi Black and uh Andrade, it's true. They're practically the same sort of thing, except the one thing about Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, whatever you want to call him, Kevin Cross, whatever it is. Have you ever watched any interviews of his? Oh, yeah.
0: He's a smart dude. He, he Absolutely. He gets- I he- want more of that and less of the cartoonish. Hitman, TikTok, Dark Apocalypse. Like that part doesn't work for, like, it feels like a guy who's trying too hard to play a professional wrestler.
1: True. I mean, when you think about it, he hasn't been in the business for that long. No. You know what I mean? He's only been in the business, what, five years, tops, six years, if that? I mean, and he's not that young either. He's in his mid 30s. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, look. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those guys that is full high on Killer Cross. I'm not like, you know what I mean? I,
0: I know get a lot of people peel, are. Right, I just right. never have been.
1: But as far as him going to impact, I don't think after, you know, the debacle that happened with him and, and Anthem, I don't know if he would ever Where go back Where else does yet. he go,
0: though? I hope, I'm hope hoping he goes to MLW, actually, dude. I mean, to me, the best landing place for Cross, I'm afraid, is going to be the best landing place for Taya Valkyrie. And that's down in Mexico, like she was oh, a yeah. huge freaking deal down in right. AAA, right? Absolutely. And and I'm I'm afraid that she ends up there where I actually would love to see her end up in AEW, you know, because to me, like Thunder Rosa versus Taya Valkyrie is a program that you can sign me up for tomorrow and let it go on for like you know three four months. I'm totally down.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure you'd think AEW will look into her, man.
0: I mean, they'd have to, bro. Well, and you know how I mean? long until Mundo is on his way, too? I mean, what are we doing with John Morrison? Johnny Drip Drip. <laughs> That's well, what we're doing, bro. I was having this conversation with the Ayatollah bin hamin just the <laughs> yeah. other day, right? When you look at the world of professional wrestling right now, there's so much Lucha Underground kind of influence going on. Absolutely. There the main event of the first episode of Lucha Underground was Johnny Mundo versus Ricochet, and they tore the freaking temple apart. (laughs) As Prince Puma, wasn't it? Prince Puma, right. Right. And I prefer Prince Puma
1: over Ricochet, just quietly.
0: But now that's like the main event of main event. (laughs) The main event of main event. It's true, dude. Johnny Johnny drip, Drip and Ricochet who can't get himself out of catering. I can't believe Ricochet wasn't released. Unless they, they unless they recognize his value, because Ricochet is one of those guys that the second he walks into AEW, he's a bigger deal than he's ever been in the WWE. Because everybody knows how good Ricochet is, and WWE does nothing with him. It's almost like you know, the Alistair Black thing, where it's like, do something with this guy. Oh, you released him. He's immediately a bigger deal in AEW than he ever was in the WWE. King Ricochet is gonna be the same way.
1: Well, you know, to be fair, he was back on SmackDown, actually, just yesterday. So he, he's back. What was right? he doing? He lost. Two. <laughs> oh, Who was it? I can't even remember, dude. All I know is he lost. You can't right? even
0: remember. I, I can't even remember. Who beat I, I, Ricochet I yesterday? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the level Ricochet is at in the WWE. <laughs> he walks oh, out on an lost. AEW stage and people are like, oh, shit. Here we go. (laughs) Do this shit, right? Immediately, he's a bigger deal than getting beat by somebody who I can't fucking remember. Oh, look, it, it was, it must oh no, it was Drew
1: McIntyre, dude. It was Drew McIntyre. Absolutely destroyed him. You
0: forgot Drew McIntyre? I forgot you. Well, to be fair,
1: what you is he fucking doing, Aussie dude? bastard. What is he doing though? Honestly. I, who knows? Why is he beating up Ricochet of all people? I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Who the fuck is Drew McIntyre? He's gone down to mid-card status, bro.
0: Oh, you I, I cannot mean, he's wait no one Re- up Re- the top. To WWE. Oh my God. I cannot wait. That's like a counting the days kind of situation for me.
1: Well, put it this way, dude. I'd rather him turn up as Prince Puma or part of this Alistair Black sort of uh, circle, even. You know the Black saying? Puma? Oh, the Black Puma. There you go. Everything with How black hard head. is this shit? <laughs> See what I mean? And imagine, like, do the reverse color way, right? You know how he was sort of yellow with the black? Do all black with bits didn't of yellow.
0: Didn't they do didn't they do something like that where he was like a dark puma for a while and he was getting more serious and almost acting kind of heelish and he was wearing like black trunks with like the orange. Maybe. I, yeah, I maybe I, I can't remember, remember, I can't that. remember that. I but, seemingly remember that.
1: I cannot remember, but you yeah, maybe, but I think it'd be so much cooler, dude. You know what I mean? Prince Puma, King Prince Puma. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He will get released soon. Don't worry about that. Give it the next wave of releases. He's out, dude.
0: Grand Metalik, Um, Lince Dorado. I, I, I think they go back to Mexico where, you know, they they, they can kind of get lost with Samurai Del Sol, which that kind of <sighs> went over like a fart in church on Wednesday night, didn't it? Well, 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 to be fair, the formerly known
1: as Callisto, right? I think his partner what was his name again the the partner?
0: Aerostar
1: Aerostar that's it he's the one that really botched shit up f- for the both
0: of them to be fair dude he really botched the, Yeah the but when spots. he when he tried to do the lucha 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 I thought like he was going to get mobbed like no we don't do that shit here <laughs> We're not marketed to freaking seven year olds in AEW. No, get the I hell think out of here. He's done
1: that so people know who he actually is. To be fair, I don't think saying?
0: anybody cared.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's no what I'm cared. saying. I
0: don't think anybody cared. No one know? gave a shit, bro. No yeah. one gave a shit. FTR is calling themselves the greatest luchadors. <sighs> um, is. So are are we going to have like a, a stream of luchadors coming over from AAA to challenge for these titles until like the lucha bros take them back? Is that kind of the inevitable plan? Like who else do you want to see challenge for these belts? For the AAA? Yeah. For titles? the AAA titles.
1: It's oh man. It's going to lead back to the lucha brothers. Huh? I mean, surely. Come on. Or you
0: or does mean? it, or does it lead to like Rush and dragon Lee coming in and just like, you know, fucking these two guys up. Because Roosh don't lay down for nobody. Hopefully. But the thing is, Jug, every week
1: when we do these elaborate plans and uh, bookings, right? I know we, it gets you, you excited. And then you it get It does. That's what I was going to and... say. I get excited, bro. And then I look forward to it. And then I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's us saying this shit. These guys don't even see this shit. You know what I mean? So hopefully, I don't want to get my
0: hopes up. Because really, when we talk about this stuff, it gets my hopes up. I'm not going to lie. I think one of the guys with the highest like upside on this is Oni Lorcan because I could see Tony Khan bringing in Oni Lorcan to work like some dark, maybe some elevation, and Oni Lorcan just gets himself over with the fans to the point where Tony Khan signs him. Like, I, I could really see that happening for... Because One- all Oni Lorcan does is get himself over. I don't know if it's the, the goofy look that he has. Like, he's that dweeb that you just wanted to kick his ass. He's but then tough. he went... But then he went and he became like an a state amateur wrestling champion, and it's just like continued to like twist people into pretzels his whole life. He's a tough dude, and all he does is get himself over. Like I love me some Oni Lorcan. The one-two punch was one of the best things going in NXT.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, dude. And you know what I think? You know what I really think? All these releases really come down to it. I personally think WWE is just being ahead of the game, dude. I think all these releases really come down to, you know, due to COVID. Yes, sure, WB has made record profits, right? But I'm telling you now, man, we're going to get a, re- a recession soon due to COVID. It's going to happen. There's no ifs or buts about it. And I personally think this is WWE future-proofing themselves in case we do get a recession. That way, WWE doesn't fall too far back. That's what I think. Because right now, their shares are $60, I think, a share. Which is still great. You know what I mean?
0: I just think that's what's going on. I mean,
1: I think they're just thinking they're a business,
0: dude. It's all about business, man. So let's talk about the business aspect. They released their financials the other day. Um, The same day that they release like 20 talents and they call it budget cuts, they report that they made $256 million in the third quarter. That's crazy. And that's a budget cut. I mean, when, when I look at all these names, Eva Marie might have been the talent that was making the most money. None of these names are big names, big money names. Budget cuts, Jimmy T. Like, we get, we got to get rid of Keith Lee because of budget cuts. We well, made $256 million in the third quarter. Like just the timing and doing this on that day on literally on the day they report their financials of $256 million just for the third quarter.
1: Well, to be fair, do you remember the last conference call before this one? What do they do? They release Bray Wyatt while Vince was saying in the, in the conference call, we're more than happy to feed AEW more wrestlers. That's what he said. That came out of Vince's mouth. And what happened? Bray Wyatt got released later on that day. So, I mean, this is a new thing, dude. Once the conference calls happen, I think it's, (laughs) you know, remember the WrestleMania cuts? Well, this is becoming the new WrestleMania sort of cut day. You know what I'm saying? And what about Joe? I'm surprised some old Joe hasn't been released yet, even though he was released. I mean, he's pretty much released even now in many ways. I think they're just, I don't know what they're waiting for. I mean, they're mentioning him on AEW, you know what I'm saying?
0: There are uh, some talents to where contracts are coming due. Um, and I don't know what Joe's contract status is, but to me, Samoa, Joe is one of those names, kind of like a Charlotte flair or a Kevin Owens to where you feel like it's a foregone conclusion that they go to AEW but they're worth too much to AEW for you to just release them and let them go. Like they sit at home and they write out their contract for however long it may be, you know, they're, they're too valuable. We're not just going to cut them and let them go.
1: I don't think that'd be give a shit, bro. Not anymore. If they do it with Bray Wyatt and then likes, I mean, why would they even care now? And then they're going it. This is all uh, Nick Khan's doing. Let's be honest. That's who, that's who's doing this shit. 100% it's Nick Khan. But you know what gets me? I want to see Nia Jax in AEW. I hope I don't get heat. I said this before on on Uncaged. But, dude, her and Nia Jax
0: as a team? Come on, dude. I just... Why? 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 Because they could just eat... Like there's so season. much good women's talent in the world. Right, but it's Why intriguing. would we... I understand it's intriguing, but I just, I don't see the benefit. Like if if I could sign Nia Jax or I could sign Taya Valkyrie, I'm signing Taya Valkyrie. Oh, absolutely. If if I could sign Nia Jax or Ember Moon, I'm signing Ember Moon. If I could sign Nia Jax or half of the stardom roster, (laughs) I'm signing the stardom roster. Like, you know, if I could get Maki Ito, over here on a more regular basis or sign Nia Jax, I would bring in the simp queen herself, right? Like I, hey, I she's
1: fun, dude. She was funny. I think That's she's really, fucking
0: hilarious.
1: She's funny, dude. I was on the floor when I was watching it in AEW. You know who I want to see back in AEW though? B Priestley, bro. Well, yeah, like,
0: why is NXT UK still a thing? If you want to call budget right. cuts, Yes,
1: thank you. I forgot all about it. That, yeah, it's true, man. Why the fuck is that still a thing? Like, why? Yeah. Why can't they just chop all that shit off? Because no one gives a shit. I bet you the ratings of that particular show is got to be no more than 100 people watching it week in, week out. If that. I dare say if that. You know what I mean? Because I don't get it, dude. Surely the expansion ain't happening anymore. No, That's NXT, exactly. No. So come on,
0: get rid of that shit already. The, that plan <clears throat> was doomed when they tried to go into Japan, Japan. and the Japanese were like, Nope. Uh-uh. Not happening, bro. <laughs> oh, we want to buy stardom. And Bushy Road uh-uh. was like, Nope. Not happening. <laughs> oh, we're gonna buy Pro Wrestling Noah. know Noah was like, nope. Dragon no, oh, Gate, after oh, that. Dragon Gate, Dragon Gate, no, <laughs> and, and Dragon yeah. Gate, like them even talking to WWE is what cost them pock. Yeah, that's true, that's true, man. I mean, he I had mean- just left there and was like, Screw these guys, he goes back to Dragon Gate, has that killer run when he opened the, Open the Dream Gate Championship. And then they're like, oh, we're talking to WWE. And Pac was like, uh uh-uh, uh, fuck you. I'm out.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine that? Jesus Christ, man. And I think they even tried to buy out all Japan too, bro.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, they Everybody wanted into tried. that market so bad. And the Japanese were like, no, fuck your Gaijin ass. <laughs> and <laughs> see, like, and I'm glad up. they all
1: got together pretty much and said, fuck these guys. You know what I mean? Because it's true, man. Imagine that. Imagine they did infiltrate Japan. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine that shit? And they try to put out all the all the big companies out of business. Fuck that. You know what I Ridiculous. mean? Ridiculous. Ridiculous, man.
0: So yeah, they deserve that shit. So we do have some other contracts that we know are coming due as well. Like Johnny Gargano. I don't know. Does Johnny Gargano go to AEW? Does he fit into AEW? I don't think nah. so. Nah. I don't think so. Nah. Uh, nah. Kevin Steen seems like a no-brainer to me. You bring in Steen if you possibly Absolutely. can. Um, Sammy Zane, supposedly his contract is coming due in the immediate future. I bring him in too. Um, I don't know what happened with Sammy Zayn. I don't understand what went wrong with Sammy Zane. I don't understand how you fuck up Sammy Zane. Sammy Zayn might be the best baby face of an entire generation. And I tuned in to SmackDown last night well, for about you. five minutes. <laughs> Did you see that crap? <laughs> and I saw Sami Zayn with Hit Row, and I just went, "What are you doing?" And I would say they're just trying to damage Sami Zayn for when his contract comes due, so that he's not worth as much to AEW. But I think them actually doing that kind of crap to Sami Zayn actually increases his value to AEW because people just, the the heat's not on Sammy. The heat's on the company. To where we just, we look at it and go, you guys are so stupid. You're (laughs) so stupid.
1: That's true, man. I mean, he turns chicken shit into chicken salad anyway, right? He makes the most of what he's got. I mean, did you see that little Jeff Hardy, um, uh, Sami Zayn and Aliyah? No. Little segment? No. Cringe absolutely cringe. I don't even know why Jeff Hardy's following around Aaliyah, who's the biggest, dumbest female on the planet right now, the way they've got her. Anyway, I'm not even a fan of her. She, she should have been released too. No offense, Aaliyah, but I've always thought you sucked from day one, even in NXT. How does
0: she get called up? And you still have you really to like know? EO Shirai sitting <laughs> in NXT. What a fucking joke. I just...
1: It's a joke. It's a joke. I don't understand this company anymore. I mean, I haven't understood this company
0: for a long time, but now. But most of the talents for me now that I really want to see go away from the WWE are the women. Like, I want to see Io Shirai leave. I want to see Tony Storm leave. I want to see Bea Priestley leave. Like, you know. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. And where is Tony
1: Storm? I still haven't, haven't seen her in a while, dude. She's where gone. is Tony Cakes? Kevin Panetta
0: wants <laughs> to know where Tony Cakes is.
1: <laughs> Tony Cakes. Well, she's obviously eating a lot of cakes, like, you know, in the back, dude, because that's where the cakes have come from. Surely she's in catering all the time, dude. That's- she's putting on that those kilos, dude, those pounds. They're, they're coming on board, dude. But, man, she's great. She's good. WWE have got so many great females that they don't even know what to do, what to do with them, dude. Yeah.
0: Really, they don't unfortunate uh let, let's talk a little bit of new japan pro wrestling we had power struggle this morning jimmy t i know you said you were gonna watch the show did you watch the show unfortunately i didn't
1: get the chance so you slacker i didn't get i wanted to watch it but i had to do a few things unfortunately dude so yeah I, i'm planning on watching it tonight though so or maybe after the show did you watch it jago
0: i i have seen parts of the show um There's a couple of things that I did want to talk about on the show today. Um, So spoiler alert, if you want to go watch Power Struggle before you watch this part of the show, knock yourselves out. Um, But we had a couple of titles change hands this morning. Don't worry, Shingo Takagi still your IWGP <laughs> World Heavyweight Champion. Amazingly enough, Kazuchika Okada somehow found a way to defeat Tomatonga to continue walking around with the version four in like the most like definitive <laughs> match in the history of pro wrestling. But we did have the six-man titles finally change hands. Chaos no longer running around with those as we have uh, the House of Torture now running around with the never open weight six-man titles. That's going to be a complete clusterfuck. But more (laughs) importantly, uh, we no longer have Robbie Two-Belts. Robbie Eagles had captured, you know, the the tag team championships of of the junior division along with Tiger Mask, as well as being the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Shout out to Michael Davis in the chat room this morning. Um, But now we have El Desperado, once again, your IWGP junior heavyweight champion as we prepare for the best of super juniors. Now I'm fine with this, I'm cool with this. I see what they're doing. But why did we take the title off of El Desperado to begin with? Why did we cast El Desperado aside like a useless piece of trash and give the title to Robbie Eagles? No offense to Robbie Eagles, but Despy got done dirty. In that entire deal, they they switched the title just so Hiromu could challenge for the title and lose, but they didn't want to blow Hiromu versus Despy, so they make the title change, give the belt to freaking Robbie Eagles. I called this at the time. This is outrageous to me. Despy's getting done dirty, and I can't believe I'm coming to the defense of El (laughs) Desperado here. (laughs) Well, we both kind of called this. I think we both knew that Despy
1: was going to get back into this picture, dude. But not, why I not know, just like, leave this...
0: him as a long-reigning champion? Despy earned that run. Well, have you noticed they seem to be
1: going back to what's old is new again, Jago? Have you oh. noticed that? They're trying to go back to how it was, if you get my drift. I mean, going by what you're telling me right now, I mean, that's what seems to be going on. And make no mistake about it. Okada's bringing that version 4 belt back as the number one title, oh, yeah. I guarantee it. I don't even know why. the title this-
0: times did. Like, come <laughs> across and say TikTok. All right, the Divas title is going away. <laughs> Daddy's home.
1: Oh man, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Cody's freaking tattoo. To be honest, the title, dude, if you look, if you really look at it, it looks oh, like the Cody so Rhodes Invitational.
0: Like, it works for <laughs> Shingo, like, for some reason, that belt looks good with Shingo, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it. So now I also feel like best of the super juniors, which is coming up uh, because you know, it's, it's new Japan pro wrestling. We have to run as many shows as we possibly can. So we're <laughs> gonna run world tag league and best of the super juniors at the same time. So it's gonna be like Monday, best of super juniors, Tuesday, world tag league, Wednesday, best of super juniors, Thursday, world tag. Le- it's too much. It's too much as I even lose my hood. I'm getting so worked up here, <laughs> right? But now (laughs) I feel like best of super juniors is a freaking waste.
1: Yeah. Has
0: there ever been a more foregone conclusion going into a tournament? Hiromu Takahashi is going to win his third best of super juniors in a row. There's not even anybody (laughs) to challenge him here. Like with with, with Despy winning this title back, clearly Wrestle Kingdom is going to be El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi, which I'm fine with. But Hiromu winning best of super juniors, for the third year in a row, continues to separate him from that junior division, I much would have preferred Hiromu winning the title from Robbie Eagles when they did it back at, uh, I forget what show that even was now. It was a while ago. It was a while ago, but Hiromu should have won the title back there. Despy should have won best of super juniors. And then you could do that inside of the Tokyo dome. I don't like this at all. I I don't feel like it's good for Hiromu. It's not good for Desperado. The only guy who benefited out of this entire thing was Robbie Eagles. And I feel like the biggest rub he has gotten from this entire run in new Japan pro wrestling is being junior tag team champions with tiger mask. Yeah. I mean, like, in the, the long one. run, that's the biggest rub he has gotten out of this entire program. Yeah, well, look, Robbie Eagles is great. Don't
1: get me wrong. I think he needs more mic work, obviously. He's not, he's not that great of a talk, and he sort of sounds like, I don't know if you know what a jockey is. You know the horse You know the horse races, the, the jockeys? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, same definition. Yep.
1: Yeah, he kind of sounds like you know the way they talk. They got a high pitched sort of he voice.
0: Looks like a horse jockey, and, and
1: he does look like a horse jockey. Absolutely, he does. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he was a freaking jockey. But uh, and that, I don't, no disrespect to Robbie Eagles, he's one of the best Australian cruiserweights. Period. Right? He's a hell of a talent. Hell of a talent. Hell of a talent. But Jugger, let me ask you, man. Do you think it's time New Japan reset this junior heavyweight division? in many ways. How I so? mean, if we're going to have Hiromi win his third frigging best of juniors tournament, right? Where do there... you go? What, what happens? Like, where are we going after that? Who's he going to like feud with next? Like, you well, can't there's... have this all the time, dude. Maybe they need to just,
0: you know what Hiromu needs? He needs Kushida's name to show up on this list of release talents. that's what he that's what he needs at this point i mean because the rest of the division haromu is so far above the rest of that division in the booking in his popularity in merchandise sales in exposure like you got to have tiger mask opposite of liger you've got to have two equal standing people inside of the ring together and this has always been my complaint when hiromu says i want to main event the tokyo dome well that's great but you got to have somebody on the other side of the ring and there's nobody on the other side of the ring that is as big of a name as hiromu takahashi at this point like you, you got to keep killing time until Kushida's contract is up and he can come <laughs> back to new japan pro wrestling i can't think of a bigger name
1: yeah, no, Kushida absolutely and he's killing it, man. In NXT, the way his matches are, he's so much more aggressive now, which I kinda like. But as far as Hiromi goes, I want to see the Naito Hiromi match, dude. I wanna go that way. We got the build wanna... for that, and then we got cut off because of COVID. And I was pissed, dude. I was so looking forward to that. I wanna see it again. Screw it. Once uh Naito's, you know, healthy again and he's back on his feet, literally. I want to see that again, moving forward, man, because right now, either I think I know he's on a heavyweight, but he's too, he's got too much charisma and he's too good of a talent to keep in this friggin' junior heavyweight division, dude. But you can't move him
0: up to heavyweight. You you can't. What do you do? I mean, and it's kind of the same problem Kushida had, which is the whole reason Kushida left. Like Kushida had done everything Everything. there was to do, but. He's too small. You cannot move him up to heavyweight and have it be believable like you did with Ibushi, like you did an Osprey, like you did a Kenny Omega. Like if Kushida put on that much weight, he he wouldn't be able to do what Kushida does. If Hiromu put on that much weight, he'd turn into Shingo Takagi. Like he (laughs) he just he doesn't have the frame to put that kind of weight on.
1: He's got but that he's baby a, fat sort of look.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's got you know the, I mean? the Adam Cole fat piece of shit thing going for him, right? <laughs> like Hiromu's not going to have a six pack. He just no, ain't no, built no. that way. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> but it suits him though, dude. It's not like I wouldn't want him any different, but you're right. It's He's in a rock and a hard place.
0: I mean, would he ever leave New Japan you know, Pro Wrestling, do you think? I don't think he would leave new Japan pro wrestling. I could see him coming over for like a summer kind of like Suzuki has done this year and kind of make his rounds between like a GCW impact wrestling oh. AEW where you get like, you know, a full tour of Hiromu oh, right. Takahashi and all these different promotions go down to Mexico, work some stuff at CMLL, maybe jump over to AAA if depending on whose partnership you want to follow, I could see like Hiromu coming over for like Liger used to do, right? right? Like Liger would get so big inside of the tag or of the junior division they'd have to send him away for a while. He'd come over to WCW, do a couple of tours, and then go back and you get like the big welcoming hero kind of thing. And Liger could run off of that for a couple of years as you make your way all the way through Japan and then come back over for WCW. Like I could see Hiromu doing that. And I think that's probably the best course of action for Hiromu. Kind of like I I was not mad at Kushida when he left and went to NXT because, you know, when that contract is up, He's going to be the conquering hero returning to Japan, and that's the only way Kushida could get to be a bigger deal than he already was. Absolutely. And if you remember, he was in tears. Like, yeah. He felt like, he backstabbed
1: the company. Like, Tanahashi crazy. was in tears. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty emotional stuff, dude, and that was real. That was no fucking, you know, risking storyline. That shit was
0: legit. He well, felt he- like... He's like the John Cena of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I say that in the respect that, like, we have video of Kushida like making championship belts when he's like four years old. I'm gonna be a pro wrestler. I want to live I'll New Japan it, Pro right. Wrestling. Like, absolutely. he is the all like Japanese like from a very early age. I wanted to be a pro wrestler, and people love that story. Absolutely,
1: you know? dude. Absolutely, and and look that that would be great, but we don't know his status. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know his status. How long did he even sign up for? Do you know?
0: I I mean, at that time, I think everything was five-year contracts.
1: Well, then it must be coming up because, wait, 2018, I think he left, wasn't it? Yeah, so that'd be like 23. Uh, All right. Unless he gets released, then, yeah, we're not going to see him in Japan for another two years then, unfortunately, dude. You know what I mean? But when I say reset, I'm talking about maybe sign up a lot of these Ring of Honor guys now that have that have been released, whatever the case. I'm also hearing that uh, Tony Khan being interested in all those guys was bullcrap. Like, yeah, I've heard
0: that as well. So Yeah.
1: So I don't know where what's happening there anymore because I'm hearing from all sorts of places. But I think, man, they need to look deep in the talent pool right now and bring in some new faces, man, and feed them to your Romu. I mean, you know
0: what I mean? Because he's done beat everybody. He's done everything. What can you do? You know what I mean? The big one is Dragon Lee um dragon lee has a history with new japan pro wrestling new japan pro wrestling holds dragon lee in very high esteem um or you lee as they call him over in uh new japan pro wrestling but you know the last time they were in the ring together he also broke romu's neck um those two guys are like the biggest frenemies in (laughs) frenemies mexican pro wrestling um I don't know. I, I I don't know what you do with Dragon Lee at this point. If I'm New Japan, I absolutely want to bring him in. But th- it's kind of Peter and the chicken, right? Like, those two guys see one another. You got to be ready because it's about to go down. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But then you say that, but then what about Brian Danielson?
0: Well, th- it seems to me Danielson has his hands full with another New Japan pro wrestling talent uh, mm-hmm. because... This morning we obviously saw the dragon eat, you know, the guy who came to slay him in Zack Saber Jr. But after Zack Saber Jr. tapped out Shingo Takagi, he made the comment, "I've slayed the Japanese dragon. Bring me the American dragon." <laughs> um, and Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson—that's on my short list of matches that, yes, I absolutely want to see during this Brian Danielson—I'm going to attempt to kill myself tour that he seems to be. <laughs> on.
1: I'm going to attempt to kill myself. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great, but uh, but at the same time, very unfortunate because we don't want him to kill himself. But if he keeps no, not ideally, him, <laughs> no. And his chest, for Christ's sake, man, it's getting worse and worse every week. But man, look, like I said, it's 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 a real New Japan right now have sort of put themselves into a corner a little bit in terms of booking this junior heavyweight division. I don't know how they get out of it, dude. It's going to be tough, but that's why I say a little reset where just reshuffle things, maybe repackage a few guys. I don't know, man, but some sort of change needs to happen and fast.
0: I also find it just a a, a little ironic. Like I love me some Kazuchika Okada, but three nights of Wrestle Kingdom and Okada has issues with three individuals, Kota Ibushi, Will Ospreay, Shingo Takagi. Are we going to get three nights of heavy rain? Like, are we, is this going to oh, be man. like return of the rainmaker? Like, is Rain that what we're doing? everybody like we're gonna rainmaker the fuck out of everybody i'm taking all these titles i'm throwing them all in the trash and the only one we're keeping is the version four that's what's happening oh, right man. like because that's kind of what it feels like is happening right
1: now so what you're basically saying is it's going to be a rainmaker bukkake on everybody
0: yes <laughs> yes oh well, I mean, man, we've all seen that gif, right? Where you get a rainmaker, you get a rainmaker, <laughs> you a get a rainmaker. Like that's, that's, what's going to be going down in the Tokyo dome, oh, man. Like man. everybody's going to feel a rainmaker. Like, <laughs> Ibushi's going down. Osprey's going down. Oh, Shingo's going down. All the belts are going in the trash and we're just, <laughs> we're, we're keeping the V4. That's what's going down. Well, well, if it leads to keeping
1: the V4, then I'm all for it, dude. Rain on me too, Kazuchika. Why not?
0: (laughs) You (laughs) get a rainmaker.
1: (laughs) I mean, when it comes to Okada, man, fuck it. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, dude. But I don't like this overexposure of, of wrestlers right now going on in New Japan. And look, maybe it's not their fault because of the situation that they're in, but they're really overexposing a few wrestlers right now, dude.
0: I feel like my problem is, okay, so night one, he goes out and he beats Ibushi's ass. Night Ugh. two, he goes out and he beats Osprey's ass. Night <laughs> three, he goes out and he beats Shingo Takagi's ass. Oh, and he stands shit. victorious at the end of it. And just then what? <laughs> like you you you've just That's squashed, when using... but you've squashed everybody in the span of three freaking days. Well, I'll take like, it what you is Naito it? gonna like hobble his ass down to the <laughs> ring and be like, "Rainmaker meets you, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What else are we oh, gonna do no. here? No, do
1: you didn't just say that? And I could picture it too. For, oh man, look, man, it's funny though. One thing that you've been spot on about all year, dude, is Okada and the way they're booking him, dude. You've been spot on, like Torte. Haven't gotten it wrong with him at all. In many ways, I'd love to see it, right? Because it sounds absolutely hideous and funny at the same time. But the, you know, the real me—they eh, shouldn't really do this. You know what I mean? Because it's—it's going to destroy the whole roster,
0: dude. Pretty <laughs> right. much. Like, you know the- what I mean? So. The only thing that could save it, like you bring up Brian Danielson, my counter would be the only thing that saves it is Okada standing there posing yeah. and, and and Devil's Sky hits and Kenny comes oh. walking out. like that. That's the only thing that could really save it. I'm not even sure Jay White could save it at this point. Nah, you no, know see, I mean? Jay White. See, I forgot about Jay White. Boy, has his stock gone down. Let's be yeah. honest. It see
1: happens- what happens when
0: you send him over to the United States and you don't do anything <laughs> with him? I mean...
1: I feel so bad for me. I mean, him, dude. I'm looking
0: forward to the matchup with Tommy. Tom Tom. Tomahiro. <laughs> like I, I I think those promos are fucking great. Uh,
1: fuck man. I love fucking Jay White. He's still he's still the man to me, and I'm sure he's still the man to you. But when you really look at the bigger picture, dude. You gotta dude, do something. You gotta do something, man. You gotta do something big time. And I you can see it in him, dude. I feel like the hunger is not quite there right now, dude. And it's I can feel it, man, and it's bad for him because when he's not happy, he ain't happy, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> and I just hope I don't know what the hell is happening, man. They oh. need to get their boys back.
0: Speaking of getting their boys back, I saw I I already saw a report. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna squash it here on November sixth before okay. all these freaking Mark reporters start reporting this stupid bullshit. Major New Japan Pro Wrestling star contract expiring in January. All of their contracts expire in January. What? All of them? Oh, that's normal. That's normal. That's, that's normal. It's been that way forever. Know,
1: for years. For years. It's been, the been one that year way deals. forever.
0: What's wrong with people? <laughs> if Jesus anyone, Christ, just stop. Just yeah, stop.
1: man. If anyone watches New, I mean Japanese wrestling in general, but especially New Japan. You know that's the norm, all right. They've always done that, always done that. Okay, the exception I think was Okada, I think, who got a like two year deal at one stage. Did he not? And I think even Kenny did yeah. at one stage as well. Yep. Other than that, this is the norm. It's always one year deals, Gosh, man. That's spray, just the way they signed work.
0: Signed a, a five year deal.
1: Oh well, there you go. See, and this is that's all new. But previously, for years, it was the contracts always when you do always it.
0: expire the always. day after Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Always, absolutely. Now that's true. So people, just stop. Other- exactly. Just stop. God. I mean, how can you call yourself frigging New Japan fans if you don't even know that fact?
0: Right. I mean, seriously. Shout out to Michael Davis. He says the only benefit of Jay White being in the U.S. is he got to meet him at WrestleCade. That's yeah, well, fair. That's cool. That's fair. Yeah, I hope he was sure. a dick to you. Um, well. And I say that only in the respect that Jay White should be a dick to everybody, like all the time, like MJF style. Well, when I was in the back,
1: when they did a pay-per-view here, the the showdown, whatever, super showdown, something like that. It was similar to the WWE super showdown that was here, the pay-per-view down under showdown, whatever the hell it was called. Um, I was in the back, like mingling with all the wrestlers and Jay White just looked like he didn't want to fucking interact with anybody.
0: That's he, the way he should be. He should be the emo <laughs> kid sitting in the corner contemplating cutting himself with his switchblade. I mean, I like, kid you not, he was in the corner literally on his phone not giving
1: anybody eye contact, dude. Nobody.
0: Let's talk a little bit about Full Gear. And, of course, next week when we do the blow-off, we can do a full preview for Full Gear. But, Jimmy T, I I here in the United States the cost of a pay-per-view is 50 American dollars. So in Australia, I have to assume that's the equivalent of about what, (laughs) $8,312 if I did the conversion right. Is that, is that accurate?
1: Get this jugger. Guess how much it actually
0: costs us to get the Um, pay-per-view. Okay. So I'm going to actually try to do math here. So $50 American, that's got to be about what? $90 down there. No, 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 no way! Uh, see, did you say fifty bucks, American? No, it'd be like seventy bucks down there, right?
1: No, no, more like sixty-five. Sixty-five? Yeah, yeah about there. Sixty-seven, like roughly. You know what I yeah. mean? But get this, dude, we only pay twenty-nine ninety-nine. What the hell kind of horse shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it, dude. We're actually paying a lot cheaper than you guys are, and this is through Fight TV. I'm oh, talking really? about. Yeah. So, for whatever reason, AEW is not on our traditional pay-per-view, like on satellite or cable, for whatever reason. I don't know why and how that's even happening. Um, And and Michael Davis is attending Full Gear. Well, Michael, guess who else is attending? Our boy Christopher Ams is also going to be there. So, if you see him, give him a slap for us both, all right? $5. Make sure you do. $5. Give him the big Canadian womp.
0: Okay, so so here's the card, and, and I guess here's the question, right? So we have Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Tay Conti, Brian Danielson versus Miro, the Inner Circle versus American top team, the Lucha Bros versus FTR, Darby Allen versus MJF, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston in the super Click versus jerk classic express check <laughs> it's a T- of a card is is this card well i mean it's kind of stacked i mean when I you look stacked, at it stacked right by name
1: wise but is right. it really
0: but is it worth you parting with you know eight thousand seven hundred and twelve aussie dollars to watch this pay-per-view i mean well, that's I- that's my real question
1: well, let me tell you this. Officially, the pay per view costs thirty dollars and ninety nine cents. Thirty dollars, a little bit off. I
0: might try to use a VPN and like really? route myself through Sydney and see if I can get it for like you know thirty dollars instead you of thirty. You could because you know what you'll be paying
1: if you're paying thirty dollars and ninety nine cents Australian via American money, dude. You're paying peanuts. Right, well, that's what I'm not, saying. Not total peanuts, but like roughly like twenty something bucks.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, I paid twenty bucks for it, but fifty bucks—like this does not feel no, nah. like a fifty-dollar card to me. Nah, not at all, man. Uh, Why does it not feel like a fifty-dollar card? Because on paper, with the exception of you know Dr. Brett Baker versus Tay Conti, which I just—I don't that's think silly. that's going to be a very good match. No. Um, the rest of these matches all look like they should. Like, I feel like I should be way more hyped for this show than I am. I'm yeah, just is- not. There really isn't, you know, why? Because they sort of built this cut up pretty late when you think about it, dude. Michael Davis, I know, I think you're still watching. What match are you most looking forward to seeing at the show? I'm I'm like I'm curious, like what is the match that's going to put your butt in a seat? <laughs> well, I'm interested to know.
1: I mean, what would you say is the best match of the other than Kenny and? Hangman
0: Page is probably intriguing, right? I, I think Danielson versus Miro is the most intriguing match of the night. And I Definitely. think it'll probably be the best match of the night. Yeah. I mean, for
1: sure. It should be. It should leave. I mean, put it this way. They're both going to have red raw freaking chess. That's for sure. Right. Oh, God. Um, it's Yeah. And Miro is going to absolutely chop the shit out of <laughs> Danielson.
0: I think Miro is uh, the best thing going in AEW right now. God's forsaken champion. I think it's just freaking fantastic. Let me
1: say this, actually, if he's not in the PWI number one guy next year, because we're going by from, you know, the last top 500 and, you know, go a year later, he should be number one. Going by his run, and if it continues on by next year, he should be rated number one, dude. Let's be honest. It's
0: going to be Okada. You think so? It's going to be Okada because he's going to win the championship at Wrestle Kingdom. He's he's going to put down Shingo. He's going to put down Osprey. (laughs) He's going to put down Ibushi, and I mean, he's going to solidify himself as the god of Japanese professional wrestling. And he's going to run with that belt for the rest of the year. Like I I I think Okada is already the number one on the PWI next year because Miro. I don't is Miro going to win the championship between now and a year from now? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Um, Michael Davis says Brian versus Miro, the Minneapolis five on five street fight, Omega versus Hangman. Those are the matches that he's the most excited for. Jimmy I'm, T. I'm surprised. Is this killing the town? Like, because I don't feel like Hangman is in the spot where he should be winning the championship as I look at this roster right now. But can he possibly lose it again?
1: Yeah, I actually do think he was going to lose it again. I'll tell you why. Are they really hyping him up, bro? Think I mean, about it,
0: it. It feels like he's the biggest baby face in the company right now. Right, if you listen to with the, the fans. Reactions.
1: Right, but when you look at the way the company is sort of pushing him, does he look like he's going to win? Honestly. I don't see it.
0: Neither do I. Although, although he did say on Dynamite, Hey Kenny, I think you forgot something. Keep it warm. You got ten days. That was that felt, cool. I like that, that. Felt like a pretty definitive statement. Right. And if you go off like the old school rules of pro wrestling, you never want to make the baby face a liar. Like the the baby face never promises something that he's right. not going to deliver on, right? And that felt like a pretty definitive statement. That was the first time I was like, "Oh man, maybe Hangman is winning this." But I, it just the timing doesn't. Feel right to me
1: yeah no nah, it doesn't neither i don't know why we think like that and i'm a fan of of hangman page no doubt about it. i'm a fan of his right i just don't think he's ready to you know hold the company on his
0: shoulders dude i just don't think well for i mean, me, he's ready but like for me it's more about like what's coming next. out of it right right And as, as you look at Kenny, obviously you have the Danielson thing. You have the CM punk thing. That's kind of looming off over here in the distance with happy Phil, but I think people want to see it. You still got the Moxley when Moxley comes back, he is going to be treated like a huge baby face. Like he's going to be super over with that crap. So I think you could do like another six months to a year with Kenny on top. If you had to spread it out. When you look at Hangman, though, you do have the Miro connection. You do have, you could bring Moxley back as a heel. You do have Adam Cole. You could turn CM Punk. Like they do have potential matches for a babyface champion, but nobody feels like it's that hot at this point because. To me, as I look at kind of the landscape, the two options to take the title off of Hangman Page, whether it be in three months or three years right now, are Miro and Adam Cole. And I don't think either one is in a position to where they could legitimately challenge for that title and have it be believable that they're going to take that title away from Hangman Page. I just, the timing does not seem right to me. Yeah, no, nah, same here, man. It just doesn't feel right, like you said. I mean,
1: see, but in saying that, I I think Miro is going to be the one that does get a title a lot sooner than later because them taking the TNT Championship off of him means it got planned real soon for him, dude. So, I, so I, do I... you
0: put the title on Hangman? Have Hangman beat Miro? But can Miro take that loss right now? mmm Because I feel like that would, like, Miro taking a loss at all. Like, I think he'd he'd be better off taking a loss to Danielson than he would be losing a match to Hangman for the title.
1: But see, even the Danielson match, I think, is not the right matchup. And that's not their fault. That's circumstance's fault. You know what I mean? Shit happens, right? But, yeah, man. Look, because the thing is, whoever loses between Danielson and Miro, eh, it takes away a lot of heat from each one of them. You know what I mean?
0: Unless so, I it's know, Danielson. Dude. Because, I mean, you can see Danielson versus Hangman. You can see Danielson versus Absolutely. Omega. Like, e- either way, the Danielson thing works. If Miro wins, it feels like it's really forecasting Paige to win. Unless you're yeah. turning Kenny babyface, and that doesn't... Nah, yeah. That doesn't
1: seem like it's happening anytime soon, dude. Yeah. No, no. way. I just don't... I think Kenny... For, look, call me Kenny Mark. Maybe I'm biased. I just... I feel Kenny should be going on a longer run right now with 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 a world title. I, I'm enjoying him being champion, dude. I'm not gonna lie, goofy or not, I kind of just enjoy
0: watching him. I don't think I've ever enjoyed a Kenny Omega championship reign. Well, that's I was gonna bring that up before. Like, do we? Do I we mean, his Hangman, run as IWGP champion wasn't very good shit. either.
1: The shits, dude. That's real. That was a drizzling shits, and that's the problem with Hangman. I think Hangman's better in the chase, just like Kenny was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kenny was so much better, you know, in the chase, man. And it took years until he got to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for whatever reason, it worked with Kenny in Japan. Would it work with Hangman losing, you know, those big title matches all the time and eventually where the fans were going to be like, screw this. You kill him the town. Right. So, that, so they got to tread carefully here, man. Uh, <sighs> It's tough, bro. I, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think, do these guys truly know what they're doing when it comes to the booking? Because they book themselves in the corner quite frequently, dude. They really do, which puzzles me.
0: We will do a full preview for Full Gear next week here on the blow-off after we see what they do on Dynamite and Rampage. Of course, you can catch our immediate thoughts on Rampage over at ChannelAttitude.com, the homin Media Group. Just search homin Media on your favorite podcast listening device. Jimmy T., that's it for the blow-off this week. We actually ran about six minutes over. Got it couple I'm people surprised. you know interacting it's nice to see as we go live here we're still kind of getting the show up off the ground i'd like to thank you all for watching and or listening if you haven't already please hit that subscribe button and then visit us over at the Hami media group Media podbean.com, over at theblowoff.com at markmedia.com michaeljargo.com dj mass effects on twitter at not jargo jimmy t tell people what's going on with the pwc
1: well, hopefully a SmackDown review will be coming up, even though it's going to be the drizzling shit. I'll tell you that from now. So spoiler alert, as as Heyman would say. Also, the skirmish will be dropping tomorrow. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's just about it. So find us over here, at like the, I guess, uh, at markmedia.com and at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com.
0: We will have a new episode of Destino coming in the immediate future as well. I'm going to be sitting down with the editors over at Monthly So Magazine. Looking forward to that. That'll be fun as we talk a little bit of stardom and New Japan Pro Wrestling as we wrap up the year. Uh, MichaelJargo.com. Everything's over there, of course, over at MarkMedia.com. We'll talk to you next week for a new edition of The Blow Off. For now, we're off like a prom dress. See ya!